Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget, and with me today, I have a very special co-host, Hillary. Hi, Hillary. Thanks for being on the podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited, you guys, because, as you know, we've been, like, scrolling through the bookstagram, scrolling through the book talks, and finding creators that we like and think have... First of all, obviously, you know, honest reviews always. Also, just like funny content and positivity. So we were super excited that you came on to talk to us. Oh, I'm very excited to be here. This is a podcast I've been listening to for a while. So I was a little giddy when I got your email about this. (laughs) Oh, hooray. That's fun. I didn't know you were a fan of the podcast, but I'm extra excited. Um, Tell the people a little bit about your your books around your TikTok, what what you do. Yeah, so on TikTok, I go under Bookish Hill. I started this about a year ago. I think I first got on BookTok or TikTok in general, I think with a lot of people when the pandemic hit and I just needed something to do while we were all in lockdown. And I tumbled down TikTok and eventually it realized, hey, this girl likes books, let's put her on BookTok. Um, and it took me a long time to get to the point where I was comfortable making my own videos. And even after that, it took me quite a while to be like, I also get in front of the camera. Um, (laughs) I'm very much an introvert in my personal life. I'm pretty shy in my personal life, but something about getting to talk to a camera and then sharing it with the world just fell into place for me, especially when it was talking about books. So I have really come a long way in my reading genre since joining book talk I used to read mostly young adults and um, I really like rom-coms I've always loved rom-coms but (laughs) book talk really introduced me to the spicy content and I have spent like the past seven or eight months just going down a rabbit hole and loving it (laughs) in the dark with us yes um it's funny because I so I purposefully did not join TikTok because I knew for sure as a those of you who listen to the podcast know I cannot just read like one book in the series I have to just like read the whole series because that's just how I am with content I like same thing with movies and TV and so I was like TikTok I can't do TikTok I just know myself like I will want to then like if I find a creator I like I'll watch a thousand videos they've made or I'll like because like I just like it's hard for me to like turn that off so I didn't join the whole pandemic People are like, how do you read so many books? I didn't do TikTok. That's how I read so many books. And we just joined for the podcast in October, I think. Um, And it's been super fun because everyone makes such creative content. And it's really fun to like meet other creators and and do stuff like this. But also like, it does take up a lot of my time. You know, it's like, it is really really addicting. You're like, ha that's a funny book meet. But I have noticed that trend of like a lot of people starting in like young adult or young adult, like fantasy, dystopian, you know, sort of stuff like that. And then Mm -hmm. kind of like realizing, wait a minute, these, these books have romance in them. Let me just dabble a little bit, dabble a little bit, and then slowly... Just falling down that rabbit hole. I, down the rabbit hole. Beautiful. I love it. I still love both. I read a ton of... I don't read any YA that's contemporary, for the most part. Every now and then, the odd, like, John Green or something. But for the most part, none. I basically stick only to, like, the fantasy science fiction, which mm-hmm. are just, in general, my favorite genres, like, across the board in all yeah. in all category. YA has become something, and I think it's just because there's so much to the romance genre that I haven't discovered yet that I'm mm-hmm. trying to get to all of that. Um, YA is something I've been reading most of my life, so I know it, and I feel mm-hmm. okay saying I'm not in the mood for that right now. I just for want sure. romance, but um, you're right. Young Adult has a lot of amazing fantasy in yeah. its 
in its repertoire. And it's all really good and worth reading. All right. Did we suggest this book or did you suggest this book? Today we're reading Captivated by Tessa Bailey and Eve Dangerfield. I think we did. I think our dear listeners recommended it to us on Instagram, is my guess. I love Tessa Bailey. Had never read Eve Dangerfield. How about you? Same. Same boat. Tessa Bailey is one of my favorite romance authors. Eve Dangerfield is a new name to me. Me, same. Okay, so what did you think going into this? Like, did you know it was going to be super kinky? Did you think it was going to be more of a classic Tessa Bailey? Like, what did you think? Okay, (laughs) so... I am such, I'm so bad about not reading summaries or blurbs when I (laughs) pick a book. Um, I really, I would have picked this just for Tessa Bailey, but I think I did read like the first line about her wanting to be a comic, um, a stand-up comedian. And so I went into this book thinking we were getting (laughs) one thing (laughs) and it was very much not what we got. And I am so happy for it because what we got was... Yeah, grade A. It was grade good. A. <laughs> grade A. Okay. I can't say it any better without further ado, guys. We're going to get this shit popping. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, before we get too far into it, I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis so you know where we are with the story. So Autumn is our main character. She's Australian. She's living in New York City, and she just got cheated on and dumped her boyfriend who's like an improv sort of wannabe actor. And she is a veterinarian, but also secretly loves stand-up and has a very, very, very... I'm not sure. I would, I would just call him steamy. Just like, just big and burly. He's oh, not like man. hot he's a, and like classically he's a bear. hot. He's, he's a bear. He's a big man. That's mm. yes. her landlord. And he has been lusting after this petite little Australian since the day she moved in. Um, but she had a boyfriend at the time. And now she no longer does. And he discovers a anime that she has drawn of the two of them where she is giving him a blowjob while her hands are handcuffed behind her head or her back. I mean, and, and he's like, well, no, I can't stay away. And that's kind of how the story starts. Let me read you quickly though, the actual blurb and while, why we did not know it was going to get so kinky. Cause this is what it said. As they embark on a three day arrangement, the rules are clear, filthy groundbreaking sex, no feelings or commitment required. So it did say filthy groundbreaking i will say like, at one point i think it says something about prisoner like, captive comic but it was one it was how like, long can can polar opposites remain captivated when all signs point to disaster but the the cover i will say is pretty ste- is pretty sexy mm-hmm. you know i honestly i would have picked this one just for his arm hair on that arm. yes he has arm hair they're like side profile she is like he's holding her up with her legs wrapped around his waist and like booty 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 little mm-hmm. jean short and like white they're both wearing white tea like classic white tees he's like gripping her ass it's 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 definitely hot but i don't know why in my mind like tessa bailey i have read many 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 of her books and some of them are kinkier than others they always have great repartee great comedy and like dialogue and they're snappy and they're fun as fuck but they're not always like super dirty but the sex is always very erotic and like I feel it. She hits me in the, right in the head and like makes me excited about the books and the characters. But this book was was dirty, y'all. This book was dirty and I liked oh, it. Oh, it was it was a treat. 
<laughs> it was a treat. Because Blake, like, first of all, the grumpy sunshine trope. I feel like you mm-hmm. just can't go wrong. Like, it it, it it works as a classic. It works for me. I realized in my own life recently that I'm the sunshine to my husband's grump, which is hysterical. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that is my life. Um, and that always works for me. But also, the I liked the the combination of like the grumpy sunshine and the combination of her like really and him both like wanting to go there. And like, she's like, no, I really want you to like tie me up and put me in a closet and stalk I, me, man. Stalk, like, <laughs> stalk, he stalks her. You guys at one point, oh, oh my God, tell them about that. Hillary. That was so hot. Well, so she just, I think she comes out and says at one point Mm -hmm. that she wants to be stalked and he Mm -hmm. takes it upon himself to give her what she wants. So Mm -hmm. at one point she's out with a friend having coffee and she, Mm -hmm. she spies him in a corner. Mm -hmm. And when she goes to the bathroom and comes out, he has just like established this amazing moment in a public coffee shop. They're down a hallway. The only Mm -hmm. thing there is bathrooms. He's turned the lights off and he stalks towards her. The role play is amazing. Mm -hmm. She falls right into it. I, Mm. and he like, he takes it so far because he like takes pictures of her when she doesn't know. And he makes it so like when she comes over, he like has them hung up like a stalker would so that she knows that he's been following her. And like, she's so like thrilled. And And I think we need to pause to like establish. Okay, cool. Please, please. This is very consensual. So consensual. Yeah, it was her idea. Amazingly consensual. Yes, yes. And he like, he's constantly checking in on. He's not Uh like stopping to say, are you okay? But he's Uh doing what he needs to do to make Uh sure that he always has her consent. Uh So, and I think that's what makes this so successful here. Uh You really just kind of get to go with it and not worry about. And he says that at one point, he says, I think I marked that line down. Let me see if I have it. So this is about halfway through the book. So they've like banged a couple times, not a ton, but like they're like solidly in their like fun zone. And he says, uh, you care about not having to decide. You want someone else to be dependable for once to make you feel like if you fall, someone else can catch you. That's why being tied up makes you feel free. It puts the burden of a responsibility on me that the way you can relax and enjoy yourself without feeling guilty. That's what you want, fun size, to feel like you matter enough for someone else to try. So, like, he gets her at a level of, like, like he totally respects that she's, like, a badass. He wants her to, like, pursue her stand-up dreams. Um, but also, like, he really wants to tie her up and fuck the He's life out of her. He's very into it, too. Yes. And yes. I, like, I really appreciate that because they're both honest about it. Mm-hmm. And they both were, like, very vulnerable to be, like, that's not like a standard like hey i want you to like hit it from behind this is like hey like at one point he literally puts her in a closet and then masturbates with her photo while talking dirty to her and i mean it's so hot it's, like his and it's, dirty oh, talk was outrageously good tessa bailey is phenomenal dirty at dirty talk she just yeah. like she has Someone, it down and no matter what yeah Someone called her the Michelangelo of Dirty Talk, and I think that's right. <laughs> I think that's the best way you could describe it. That's accurate. That's accurate. Um, I Okay, so I want to talk a little bit also about the fact that while this book does have an enormous amount of coitus, it also has a really good journey for her and for him where she goes from having moved to New York and 
literally like only person she knows basically is her boyfriend to when he cheats on her and leaves her um she's like well fuck this like i don't know if i'm gonna stay like what should i do she starts you know banging the landlord and like that's great but she also starts like hanging out with her friend at work and his best friend and realizing like wait a minute like there's other people in new york i really like i like who i am here And I liked that it wasn't just, like, the dickmatizing that made her blossom. It was all of the people. Finding her place. I think it's a story there that a lot of people, a lot of girls especially, can relate to. Um, You know, following a boy somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, Giving up your dreams for his dream. Moving from a place you're comfortable to, to a place that he wants to go. And then being left or leaving him or something. And you're left in this place and the one anchor you had there is gone. naturally it makes sense to want to move back to where you're safe. And I love that Tessa and Eve took that and said, here's how she blossomed on her own and really beautiful journey for her. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his like, like the same thing for him, he was left or he was in a terrible work accident and still has like a limp because his leg like never fully perfectly healed. And found out at the same time he was in the hospital that his then fiance was cheating on him and all his friends knew and so like a wounded animal he cut off all his friends and her and basically like locked himself away in this like basement of being a landlord for 10 years and I like that literally just taking her out into the sunshine and like wanting her to stay so like I'm gonna take her to dinner I'm gonna show her these things I'm gonna show her the best coffee I'm gonna like all of those things were making him realize like oh like probably the people who loved me made a mistake and that's probably something that I could forgive right and and he finally like realizes "Mm, maybe being in the land of the living is better And I just want to like pause for a second and just emphasize the fact that because he very much doesn't, the only time he really goes out is at night time when he's not going to Mm -hmm. run into people he knows he can kind Mm -hmm. of hide in the shadows. Um, He doesn't have to socialize. And the very first time he goes out, mistake me if I'm wrong, it's been a couple of weeks, is to go stalk her. So he's, Mm -hmm. he's like, he's going out to help Mm -hmm. meet her fantasies. Yeah. And man, I think I just kind of felt a little bit in love with him right there. It's like, look at what he's doing for her. Yeah. Yeah. Stalking. <laughs> like he even, okay. So he takes her to a, a, a Krav Maga class and all as part of like one of their dates. And, and part of it is because he wants her to, you know, sort of reclaim some of that power that she feels like maybe she lost when her boyfriend cheated on her. And part of it's just because he like wants to see her in tight pants and, and, (laughs) you know, like have some testosterone, you know, adrenaline going with her, but they're like them at that class is like what I want out of my life. So there he's just like telling her she's doing a great job and like, she's, you know, they're kicking each other with the, like the holding the pad thing. And then they have to do like one of the takedowns and she's like laying on top of him. And he's like, we're going to have to lay here for a while. And I was like, "Ah, yes, I love it so much. And then he tells her like, go into the bathroom, take off your underwear and put your pants back on and wait for me. Cause you want someone to like come find you after class. Cause you've been bad. And I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I want it to be obviously someone that I can send to, but yes, I do want to be found. right. Yes. And, and he does, he like stalks in and he tells her to be quiet and he like literally ties her up 
shibari's her in this yes. public bathroom and literally like fucks her life away like into like near unconsciousness and that was the first time they fucked too like i 100 percent falls into what she wants in that relationship yes it was it, it was, was good 10 out of 10 you guys 10 mm-hmm. out of 10 mm-hmm. no we don't do 10s we do five so five out of five <laughs> <laughs> um I also, I also really like that this book is funny. Like, I mean, we've said it before. Aldessa Bailey's books are funny. But, like, I love that he calls her fun size. Like, I love that she's Australian, so she says cunt all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, wait, no, 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 not, like, a bad one. But, like, the way we meet it in Australia. But then one time some dude's being a dick on the sidewalk. She's like, get out of my face, cunt. And he, like, Ooh, gets all yes. scared. She's like, ha. Ah, it's like the moment she realized she can be a New Yorker because <laughs> yeah, she can exactly. stand up for herself on the sidewalk. And I was so proud of her. <laughs> I know. I, like, I just, like, all of those, even at the beginning, she says, like, browser for people who gave a shit and for the first time in her life she did not <laughs> like which I feel <laughs> like that that feels like me like if I'm having a day like this past weekend where I was really sick I didn't wear a bra all weekend fuck no I'm going right, yeah, I am no. ill I am the, I am will not leave my home and if I do I don't give a fuck I'm so sick. like I don't feel good no sorry bra no suck bra suck <laughs> it's so true <laughs> um and I just love the the like I love, like, how fast this book went. It's not a short book. No, it's not. But the plot, I feel like it really just rolls. I mean, right off the bat, you start with... You start with Blake coming into her apartment. Mm-hmm. The doves. We didn't even talk about that. <gasps> or the pigeons. About, okay, pigeons. tell them about the pigeons. <laughs> oh my god, that's probably the funniest thing of this whole book for me. She's she's a vet. Um, and she can't help. She finds a pigeon uh, walking home from work one day, and its wing is broken. So she takes it home, and eventually she has three of them. She's collected, and they stay in her bathroom. Um, and Blake comes to get her rent check. That's how they first, that's how this book Mm -hmm. starts. And she's trying to like get him out of the apartment and he hears the cooing. And I can't even remember all of what she's saying, but I'm sitting there just dying laughing because she's, she's like, of course I have pigeons. What? That's (laughs) not weird. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you better not have pigeons in my apartment building. And she's like, what? (laughs) Well, I mean, what happened was, and she goes on the real long spiel about, well, they broke their wing. Then I had to get the other one, but they're going to be out of here. I promise you. Yeah. And I think part of what makes it so funny is he's just like a brick wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you don't know exactly what he's thinking this whole time through. Mm-hmm. Is is he thinking she's crazy? I mean, we know he's thinking, mm-hmm. God, I like this girl. But right. she doesn't know that. Yeah. It makes it and so I, good. And I loved that when he finds the anime and she like goes downstairs and she's trying to like, she she like tries to bump into him. And he's like, did you really think you could just like take this out of my pocket? And I wouldn't notice. And she's like, I mean kind kind of maybe yeah I but mean, she's yeah, like i think she's described as being like five feet tall or something like very yes small. there's like a huge size discrepancy because he calls her fun size because mm-hmm. she's a tiny tiny human being and he's like that's not gonna work <laughs> well and i think there's something to i think it was kind of funny just how honest she always was about all of mm-hmm. it i mean so he has this drawing. She goes downstairs to sneak it. She realizes she can't sneak it. She's like, let me just tell you everything. I had this fantasy. I put you in it. I drew a picture of it. You got the picture. I was going to get it back. It didn't work out. Like it was just, and it's all coming. You can just picture it in your head. This little tiny yeah. petite girl standing up against this bear of a man. Yeah. Just 
laying it out there. <laughs> yeah. And I just, and I like the way he responds to it. Doesn't he like grab her throat or something? Oh, that's the like first date. That's, I have, I literally Okay, have tell me, tell the girl. That's tell, yeah. marked in this book. Let me just, okay. so I'm going to read it word for word what he says, but let me set yeah. this up for you guys. So he agrees to kind of give her this fantasy, this stalking prisoner captive fantasy, Mm -hmm. as long as she agrees to give him three dates. Mm -hmm. So he goes to her apartment to pick her up for the first date. He's very dressed up. She's not. She Mm -hmm. didn't realize what kind of date he was going on. Oh, yeah, he's in like a full-on penguin suit, basically. And she's (laughs) like, okay, you needed to tell me the dress code. I need to change. Yes. So she goes into the the bedroom to change Mm -hmm. and just, oops, leaves the door just a little bit open open. and (laughs) decides to give him a bit of a strip tease Mm -hmm. while pretending that she isn't. And, you know, you have these moments where she realized she hears him kind of hold his breath when Mm -hmm. he realizes he can see her and everything. And then she doesn't hear anything else from him. Um, And when she's finally like finished taking her clothes off, she turns around saying, okay, I'm ready. And he's got his hand around her throat. And he says, let me make something very clear. You don't tease my cock. You're not ready for the consequences that come with teasing my cock. And I just remember going, damn. Yo. Yo. Yes. Are you sure I'm not ready? Feels like I'm ready. I I was ready. ready. I was ready. (laughs) I was ready. I like... I feel like we could talk about like 45 different times. They were like, they were in the park. That whole scene in the park was so hot. Oh, the public, yes. Or the oh stairwell. The, the stairwell. All the times. <gasps> oh, yeah. When he chased less... her on the stairwell and oh. like she like couldn't, she was locked out. And he, oh. Mm-hmm. It was, and all of these times, I don't think you realize unless you read this book how much thought he has put into this. Like mm-hmm. he plans for these most mm-hmm. of the time. It's very rarely something he's like, oh, we're in this moment. I can take advantage of this. It's mm-hmm. something he has planned oh, in advance for her. So, yes. uh, you know, just a diamond in the rough, that guy, because yes. how often do men do that? <laughs> and also, like, I love it because both of them thinking about it in advance. Like I always say, the anticipation is like 85% of the whole thing. Not really. Okay. Maybe like, let's say 50, but like (laughs) it gets you so riled up. So for instance, if you know, a partner or or you go out to the bar and you know, I'm going to smash the mask tonight, that anticipation starts to build in you. I wonder who's going to be there. I wonder where it's going to be. Even if it's someone, you know, I'm going to meet my hookup tonight. I'm going to meet my husband or fuck tonight. It doesn't matter who it is like that anticipation and then looking around the room it builds up it heightens the serotonin starts flooding and you start getting wild in your brain what's going to happen who's going to do what and him telling her like okay I will stalk you now her whole second half of her brain is just like is he watching me now is he around like getting so heated and he really obviously delivers also on the the sex portion as well Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, he delivers. He delivers. And he's a big man. He's a big man. He's a big man. He's a bear. I'm not. And he doesn't go easy on her either, which I liked mm-hmm. because one of me and Shawnee's least favorite things on this podcast is when the girl's like, give it to me, please. And the guy's like, are you sure? Least favorite thing. Right. No, like, if oh, she asks no, I'm not for sure it, you about give my it to old... her. Yes. And give it to her, please. Hello. She said, thank you. Come yes. on, bro. Like, get it in there. She are... Don't don't confirm 45 times. Wait. 
She has confirmed. She has say green light. If consent is there, you're good. You go. Go to pound town, pound town. Like, I'm like, are you sure? And it's like, please make me doubt my own mind. Now I'm out of it. I'm out of it. You cast a web and the web has been Mm -hmm. broken. Um, And I liked that once she was like, oh yeah, I'm into this shit. He was like, okay, cool. Well then I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to stalk you. I'm going to find you. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to light your life up. I like that. It was so good. This spice was A plus. It was good. And it's still not, I wouldn't say it's her spiciest book, Tessa's spiciest book by far, but I think, I think maybe the kink factor here was Mm -hmm. so well done that I would put it above a lot of her books just for that. Yeah. And we'll talk more about Tessa's spiciest books after this, but I also feel like it hit me in the heart. So I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward. So basically what happens is she doesn't know whether she's going to renew her, her visa and stay. And he doesn't want to ask her to stay because they like literally just started dating and just started getting to know each other. And he feels like he, he wants her to like make the decision on her own. He doesn't want to like make her feel like, Oh, she has to stay or, or whatever. And so she's like gliding closer to the time where she has to do the deadline to actually fill everything out. And he finally has decided like, I'm going to do a grand gesture. I'm going to like tell her how I feel. And the way he does that, because he restores first editions of books as his like side job is he gets her a first edition of her favorite book. But then like, you know, obviously like things happen because it's a book and he throws it out and doesn't give it to her. But his, the nosy, I love a nosy community. The nosy yes. community who live in the building that he runs, get it out of the trash and tell her like, you have to like love him because he's come out of his shell and like, you're, we love you and you have to stay here and yes, whatever. So they give her the book and they're like, what is it? Open it. You know, is there something written inside? And um, I'm going to read you what it says, because I was like, this hit me right in the feels. Um, With her heart in her mouth, Autumn did just that. And when she read that one word, tears filled her eyes. It was a simple message befitting an uncomplicated man, but it said everything. Stay. He'd written just stay. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I know. I'm like, what? Just all the feels. All the feels. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? Also, yeah, of course I will stay. (laughs) Yes. I said, you're the the man in the street, but the freak in the bed that I want. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about her like stand-up comedy? Cause I thought the stand-up comedy would be like a bigger part. I'm not kidding when I said I thought that was gonna be the whole book. <laughs> it's really an afterthought, and I'm it not is. mad about it because if I have to not choose between stand-up comedy and stalker kink, I'm gonna go stalker kink every All single time. So um I, you know, honest to goodness, I thought the stand-up comedy was probably probably the least funniest part of this entire right? book. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But, you know, that was her dream. That's what she yeah. wanted. What did you think about how she reacted when he surprised her? Good question. So they were at a club with their friends and it was like a stand-up night. And then we're like, or like anyone could go on the stage. And then all of a sudden her name got announced and she like lost it on him. It was like, how dare you? like try to push me into this blah 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 I thought she overreacted I was like look bitch <laughs> I was like Same. we were just like, talking about how much she loved when he would surprise her with things yeah, yeah. um because she loved this prisoner captive king she loved the stalker yeah. king and it just made sense to me then that his brain would say she loves stand-up comedy I'm gonna make it happen I'm gonna surprise her with that too right. um I agree I think she absolutely overreacted I mean I get her like 
not being ready or freezing or whatever. But I think, yeah. like, freaking out on him. And then it was obviously, like, coupled with the fact that her ex was there. And then oh, they all yeah. got in kind of, like, a little altercation thing. But I think, I mean, and I think in general in 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 fiction and in real life, but in fiction, there has to be some sort of friction to right. get to a resolution. It can't just be like, and everything was great the whole way through and nothing ever happened in this <laughs> book. <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, okay, well. So I think I think it was kind of important in the sense that she closed the chapter on her ex in a way that wasn't just like, oh, he cheated on me. I dumped him. I never saw him again. But like, okay, the trauma's still there. Like she really mm-hmm. closed it out when when they went to the hospital because his nose got broken. She basically realized, like, oh, I am over you. Like, oh, okay, like, you're not the right person for me. And, like, there's a little bit of, like, past fondness. But, like, I'm, this is okay. It's okay. We're done. And it's okay for me mm-hmm. that we're done. And so I thought that was nice that she was given that, like, chance to, oh, wait a minute. Like, what am I even thinking? Like, I don't want to be with you. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't want to be with this other dude. What right. am I, what well, am I, I even doing here? She ever so even, did she even have a moment where she was like, maybe I'll go back to him. I feel like she didn't. I think she had a, a no. she was torn between like going home. Um, yeah. I almost feel like, I almost feel like with her ex, the irony there is that he legit stalked her. You know, he, he was... Social media so stalking and send her a non-consensual dick pic. And that's so true. That's, I didn't think about that. That's so hysterical. the irony is that she she loved this coming from Blake because it was consensual is what she wanted. And then mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, this man that she, she moved to New York for mm-hmm. was giving her the same thing and not a way she wanted. I think mm-hmm. it was... It was a nice little juxtaposition for me. I will give it that. I, I didn't even notice that. But I, now that you pointed out, I'm like, oh, that's a great point. I think for me, it was like closing that she not, she didn't really want to go back to him at all. But mm-hmm. I think it was closing the chapter on her feeling like that, that tie to home and that tie to like, oh, I should go yeah. back. Or, oh, all my friends and family are calling me about this. My mom thought we were going to get married. Like, like realizing like, nope. Actually, no, I am right. They they can't convince me and gaslight me into thinking like I should marry this dude. Like, no, you aren't right for me. And no, they don't know what's best for me. I know what's best for me. So it's kind of like all combined. Because one of the <laughs> things of the book was like that her family wanted her to come take over the family practice and that her childhood had been kind of like rough and um, unpredictable where like she kind of had to be the adult all the time as a child. And they wanted her to, like, take over the uncle's veterinary practice and and kind of, like, help them with their chaotic lives and, like, get them out of trouble all the time. And and she was like, I just don't want to do that. Like, I, It was very I, much she would not be going back for herself. For and sure. I think it was obvious to us as a reader, but I don't know. I don't think it was very obvious to her as the character. I think so, too. I think, I mean, that happens a lot. Like, I know especially people who are like people pleasing or have a real hard time with confrontation and boundaries like get sucked back in and I think certainly being a continent away is really helpful (laughs) oceans away (laughs) New York is so far from Australia it's like 18 hours on the plane literally the other side of the world (laughs) yes as far as you can possibly get it's hard in general I mean to to break away from like your childhood and what you knew and what you felt like was normal like and he's like no it's not normal that they made you do all that stuff like I'm gonna take care of you and like and that's Mm -hmm. a you know you 
it's you need you, it's okay that you can be taken care of and I think that I think that's a good message of this book is like to find what your happiness is and she loved her new friend she made and like searching for the best coffee shop in, in the city and yes and eating at like fun restaurants and getting drunk at that <laughs> when she got drunk at that restaurant and like jumped on him it was like oh my I'm gosh so you're here and he's like how drunk are you and she's I like completely forgot it. that <laughs> oh so cute it was adorable mm-hmm. yes oh and, this couple and I and I like that I feel like a lot of times he wouldn't have stayed. He would have been like, okay, well, let's go home because you're drunk. And then it would have been a scene about the two of them. And mm-hmm. I really liked that it happened a couple of times where he like joined her friends and then was like talking to them. And she's like, oh, I was worried he was going to be like quiet, but he was like engaging and talking he about really, all this stuff. Yeah, he and brought he them all. Really, what did like, he buy? Like sangrias or something? For yeah, the whole, like, he bought he like was... a picture. Like he was really trying and he wanted mm-hmm. them to like him so that they would approve. And I love, I like absolutely love that. Like when my husband and I first started dating, I told him in no uncertain terms, as the uh, brash person I am, I was like, look, my friends are important. My family's important. I said, you sink or swim, my friend. I said, you sink, then it will be a sayonara for you. And he was great. Like he would come out and hang out with me and my best friend and go to the movies with us and talk shit with us and buy us drinks and like she was like, he's cool. I approve of this. And I was like, thank you. I approve of this too. But, but like, had he been like, oh, I don't want to hang out with your friends. I'd been like, cool. I don't want to hang out with you. It's a red flag. Red I flag. mean, the yeah. reddest. <laughs> the reddest. Okay. Is there any, I could talk about this book forever. Is there anything else you want to talk I'm about good. though, before we go into ratings? I'm going through. I'm going through. Let me look. Anything we missed? Covered a lot of things already. We did cover a lot of things. No, I feel like my, I feel like I said anything I wanted to say. There's okay. so many more spicy There's parts so that we didn't talk about that are so talk. good. Just more reason for you guys to go read it yourself because, oh, my God, I love this book. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, I'm, well, I'm going to do this during the quotes, okay, because I have some good spicy quotes. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our ratings and some quotes. Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope-ass website. Thanks for the commission. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now, Bridge, let's get back to the ratings. Yes. Okay, Hillary, since you're our esteemed guest, first we will start with Autumn, our little fun size. Out of five peach booties, what would you give Autumn? I, w- I would say she's up there, wouldn't you? I would put her at four, four and a half. We told you halves. So you have to choose. No, that's the rudest thing. I okay. Know. Okay. Got to nut up or shut up on our, on our show. I'm going to go four. I'm sticking okay. with it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I gave her five. I thought she was a delight. I enjoyed this book immensely. I thought she was, like, I feel like sometimes characters can be, like, so cute and quirky and little. And it's, like, annoying and weird. And they're, like, not a real person. And I felt like the balance of her being, like, tiny but mighty, but also, like, a very smart veterinarian and a kind friend and a weirdo who talks too much. Like, I thought it all blended into, like, oh, oh, I could see myself, like, knowing this person. Without being, like, a pick-me-girl or a, you know, 
manic pixie wit. Like, right. She had none of that going on. She was, no. I think my four comes from just, I got really mad when she got really mad over the that's fair. comics. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's a fair reason to knock a point for sure. That's fair. Cause that was, that was outlandish, but I still enjoyed the book. Okay. Perfect. Oh, yes. Okay. How about our sweet, sweet hero? Five out of five. I'm not even Eggplants. listen. I have, <laughs> I have a thing for large men that are yep. teddy bears or cinnamon rolls or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. And yeah, I know he stalked her, but he did it because that's what she wanted. He was mm-hmm. a sweetie pie through and through. Mm-hmm. And then he could talk dirty in the bedroom. So like my kind of man. <laughs> I agree. Five stars all around. I mean, like there's five eggplants. Like there's really no moment in the book. I was like, what a douche. Like not a one. Like he he was great like you said like teddy bear cinnamon roll gooey 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 who happened to get his rocks off tying her up and choking her and doing all all manner of fun things and I think that balance of like I think he said at one point like you want a man who will like treat you to a thousand dollar dinner and then fuck you like a slut and I was like yes she does you're perfect (sighs) don't we all I would like a Blake, please and thank you. Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys, just speaking of that, I'm going to read you a quick quote. Okay. We already talked about this scene, but I'm reading it anyways because it's hot. As soon as the stairwell door shuts, you're mine. No one will interrupt us. Nothing will happen that I haven't planned. Start to finish, it's what I want. You got that? And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I am Did you like have that moment where like your heart started speeding up too because yes. you knew he was going to be chasing her? Like I was yes. there in that stairwell with her, and yes, it was. I am totally not ashamed to say that I one-handed read this book uh-huh. numerous uh-huh. times because <laughs> we had some toys to help. I mean, yes, it yes. was one of those books. Yes, because like, like they don't. It's not they have sex on like page one. You know what I mean? Like they don't. It's, I mean, I think I was reading on Kindle, so I, I want to say it was like 20 or 30 percent in by the time they had far, finally started to like, uh, you know, play around a little bit and like maybe establish some dating and whatnot. But like they don't have sex for quite a bit. They really don't. And I'm just looking at it. Like on. they do other stuff, I guess, but they don't have like penetrative sex. Their first time to fuck was the Croft Magal, was it not? I think I think you're right. Yeah. That's like but, halfway but, through this book, but there's plenty yeah. of like play there's to get so you there. much playing. Mm, yeah. It's so, so much playing before they get there. And I really liked, I just really liked it. I really liked it. I give this book five stars. I, I would too. I think this book was everything I wanted for the spicy season and more. It gave what it did not promise. Because yes. I, so I, I can't stress enough how much I thought we were getting <laughs> stand up comedian. <laughs> I thought we were getting, I thought it was going to be hot, but more vanilla. Yeah. Because I thought it was definitely thought it was going to be steamy because it was recommended for our steamy season. So I thought it was going to be steamy, but more vanilla for sure. Like this book is definitely not vanilla. They don't have vanilla sex at all ever. Not once. No. Right? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Not that I can recall. The closest they come is when he fucks her in the closet. Yeah. (laughs) She was there because he had captured her. even at the end, she's like about to go on her stand-up show and she's nervous about it. And he goes into her dressing room and he like pins her against the wall and fucks her from behind. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and even says in his mind, he's like, I could do this for like an hour, but I know she doesn't have time for that. And so he like dirty talks in her ear about how she's going to go up there with his come in her and everyone's going to know. And like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yes. <laughs> it was so good. I can't believe I remember the plot as well as I do, because all I have in my head are these like spicy scenes. Also, the plot was really good. It was because amazing. I think, Listen, I I think if the plot sucked, it would have been four stars. The five, five star Steve. Yes, I was about to say, I don't give five stars just for no. spice. You've got to really get there with characters and plot. And like we okay. said, like these characters are amazing. Yeah. Um, and the plot was really good. I really love the development yeah. of both of these characters throughout the yeah. story. I, I totally agree. Okay, now tell me your favorite. Um, I'm definitely going to read more Eve Dangerfield because I have not. This was my first. And if, you know, if she did half this book, then bravo. Um, what's your what's your favorite Tessa Bailey book then? Oh, follow. I, I that's not even like a hard decision for me. Um, I will tell you my 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 journey with Tessa Bailey. I, the first book oh, I read nice. of hers was um, "Fix Her Up." You know that? Yes, like, read it. Yes, yes. Right. Um, great book. Loved it. Yeah. And but you know, as as great as that spice is, it's not like no, it's not really spicy. No, 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 for sure. For sure. So I expected a certain thing from Tessa Bailey. And then I read it happened one summer and it was kind of the yeah. same thing, like really yep. hot, but not yeah. overly spicy. And mm-hmm. then I read Follow and I was like, oh my God, Tessa writes like the spice. <laughs> I haven't read Follow yet. Oh, okay. So if you like Captivated, um, okay. you're going to like it. Follow. Okay. She has her own little special kink and I don't want to spoil it for you if you don't okay, want to spoil well, it. But- okay, okay. Okay, patrons, as you know, I'm an insane person. So look out for a Patreon episode. If you want to follow us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance. Uh, you have to type it all in or follow the link in our description on whatever podcasting app you're listening to because we are explicitly awesome and you cannot search for us on Patreon. I will absolutely read this and I will tell you all how it is because I love Tessa Bailey. So I also read that trilogy, the Fixer Up trilogy. Thought it was great. We read Heatstroke. Did you read any of those? The, no. the Kingdom series? <gasps> Heatstroke is yet. so good. Okay. Okay. They're 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 like novella sized. They're in between. Just so they're pulling shorter. up Amazon as we speak. Keep talking. I'm good. Yes, they're shorter. <laughs> oh, you know how to Amazon. I was gonna say I can send you a link because we have it on our website, but you can Amazon too. Heatstroke is the one I like the best of the three. They're about three siblings. Um in like a beach town sort of thing, and they all of course fly in love. Um it was amazing. I loved it so much. Five stars. Me and my sister reviewed it together on the podcast. Uh, this was two summers ago. If you guys want to go listen to the episode, because it was hysterical, because we were both like, oh my God, it's Because it's hot and steamy, but also like so romantic and like just all the things she does well. And then we also interviewed her on the podcast, which was so cool. Oh, jealous. I want to like, I know, I want to like do have her back again because it's been. I don't know, like a year and a half. So I want to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe like at the beginning of next year or something like that when her next book comes out, um, do like a, or not her next book. She has books come out all the time, but like when her next big release comes out next year, do a, have her back on to talk and like update us all on what's going on. Um, did you hear that her book just hit number one on the bestseller list? Uh, yes, I saw her video. On the New York oh, Times I got so emotional. List. <laughs> Me too. It was such a good book though. It, it, it deserved was. it. It, it deserves. It's not her spiciest book, but my no. God, it was so a lot emotional. of heart. Like a lot of heart. Yeah. Oof, it got yeah. me. Yeah, Have you the read first... the sweetest fix by her? Yes. Okay, so Tessa writes. Tessa writes a lot of these like big burly men uh-huh. types uh-huh. that like, and I would put Blake in that category too. Yeah. Um, Leo's probably my favorite of them all, though. Like, he's. <laughs> Did bl- you read the? Um... 
the Christmas. Um, yes. What was that one called? Window shopping. Window shopping. He was another big man. Yes. I, I really like she has a type with most of her books. Yeah. Um, her new one that's coming out, My Killer Vacation. Yeah. I got He's an a big ARC man for that. I need to. It's in my. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it's so my Kindle of ARCs. So I will tell you, it really like pretty similar dynamics. She doesn't have like the fetish that she doesn't have that kink, but she's got the um, like the size discrepancy. Mm-hmm. And he's a big, burly, cranky guy, and she's a tiny, petite little blonde mm-hmm. second grade teacher, and they're adorable. And I love it. Well, she has talked about. She talked about on our interview with her that she loves. She loves that 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 like idea and that feeling of being like treated like a toy or being treated like a plaything while in the sexual, you know, being thrown mm-hmm. around, being told what to do. She's like, I think that's super hot. So I write that. And I was like, Well, we all think it's hot too, Tessa. It is very much hot, Tessa. If you're listening, yeah, if you're please listening continue. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> well, is there anything uh, upcoming in your life you want to tell the folk about before we sign off? Um, you know what? I life is kind of easy sailing right now. Nothing Great. super exciting coming up. Um, started a new job and awesome. I'm worried. I think my biggest worry right now is it's going to cut into my reading time. Oh <laughs> so oh all the fingers crossed that it doesn't. <laughs> all the fingers crossed. <laughs> all right. Well, dear listeners, thank you for hanging out with us again. And until next time, may your books be your lover and your hand, your best friend. Bye for now, friends. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.